Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to a live stream, and I do apologize for any interruption. It's almost like the moment I do the live stream, that's when she gets up. <laughs> almost like she knows what I'm about to do. And maybe it's just coincidental, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but uh, welcome to the live stream, um, if you will. Um, as you can probably tell, we are here to talk about something that I've, uh, talked about before, as I copy the link here, as well as I get ready to put this on some of the Facebook group pages. Again, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of weird, you know, you live with family, and it's almost like, so much, if you will. I do apologize for that. There. Just turn that off for a little bit. I have to fix something real quickly, guys. I do apologize for this, like I said. So we're going to fix something real quickly, so still pay attention, but have it kind of silent, if you will. You know, as it says in the description, so hard. You know, it's kind of weird, like I said, it's, um, it's almost like the moment I started this, like, you know, she gets up and goes like, okay, now I'm going to sit, now she lays back down. I think she does that because she's trying to snoop. I don't know why. But, uh, yeah, we're going to set this up right here. You can't really see it because you're watching the screen, but, uh, what I'm trying to link this at, but, um, I do apologize. It's almost weird. It's, like, weird. so weird, guys. Like, the moment I was starting, that's when she suddenly does it. I don't know if you guys have dealt with that before, um, yourselves, but, yeah, the moment I started to do that, that's when... She says, oh, I'm going to, you know, get up and do my own thing. I don't know. Maybe it's just coincidence. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, you know, just you know, just like the description says, the same description I used in the last live stream, I do apologize for any interruptions, you know, or distractions, because, you know, that's one of them anyway. <laughs> um, like I said, that's one of them. And, um... But yeah, I want to uh, welcome you guys to this uh, updated, I guess you could say, live stream. It's late at night now. It's about 11.56 p.m. Pacific time, going on midnight. Um, but I want to come on here, basically, uh, in this updated live stream, like I said. And and I do apologize if there's any like stream interruptions, because when I go to certain sites, like let's say Twitter, 
all of a sudden it's uh, you know it's kind of you know it's kind of like um, out there if you will so we're gonna do something here for a second um, and then I'm gonna go over here to edit and I'm gonna get the hashtags out of here you see what it says right here basically this is you know why I'm kinda telling you this stuff right now that's uh, basically you know why um, I'm kind of uh, kinda careful right now I think I don't know if my mom was teasing or something but you know she said earlier when you know she did this she's like yes I'm you know it's like like towards the end of the last video the last live stream she was like yes I'm bugging you and all all that so I don't know I, I, I just don't think she I just don't think she kinda you know kinda gets you know what's going on or anything you know uh, especially when it comes to you know live streams and all that so you know I think it's um, so I think it's kinda new to her I mean not saying that nobody um, you know, from her, uh, you know, from her generation understands, <laughs> if you know what I mean, but it's, uh, it's all, it's kind of more difficult to, to do videos, if you want to do live streams, uh, if you want a good example, as I've mentioned before, just, you know, just ask somebody like, uh, just Alex, uh, aka Alex Six, you know, you know, he could tell you honestly, all about it. Hold on for a sec. Yeah, there we go. And like I said, he could pretty much tell you all about it because there have been several times when he would uh, be doing a live stream, like a, a wrestling review or discussion, and all of a sudden he gets interrupted at times. So it's a lot harder. It's a lot harder to do uh, than expected. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to come on here with this um, updated about 10 years in the making actually uh, since the last time I talked about it yeah 10 years uh, just about um, since I last talked about it Secret Adventures and Secret Adventures uh, basically uh, was a show that aired on Family Channel when it was just the Family Channel it wasn't Fox or anything or ABC it was just you know the Family Channel uh, around, I think it was 19, I think it was like 1995, I think, let me, let me check this out, uh, 1993 to 1995, and this is the Wikipedia page for it, it was released between 93 and 95 as direct video VHS, spanning s uh, seven half hour episodes, which, um, I, I'm fortunate to say that I have all seven VHSs, and um, the the way this happened, um, uh, the way this um, happened basically was um, the first the first one I got, which was I think it might have been Shrug. It might have been the one with uh, Michael W. Smith guest starring. And, um, I noticed that, um, I don't know if it was at a Hastings or somewhere, it was a half-price bookstore, I can't remember. Um, but yeah, you know, it was, 
uh, uh, basically, it was, um, how do I put this? Oh, and it's on uh, PureFlix. Okay, maybe I'll look into PureFlix real soon. Didn't know about that. Because <laughs> um, my mom's always telling me, you know, you know, are you going to get PureFlix Pure and all that? And I might get it now if it's got things like Secret Adventures, because that's what I've been looking for. Living Scriptures doesn't have it, but if PureFlix has it, then hey, I'm cool with that. Uh, but anyway, and if you have PureFlix, I do recommend checking it out. Uh, but um, anyway, like I said, um, you know, it was uh, it was it was basically brand. It was basically what was I trying to say? What was I saying? Oh yeah, you know, basically, I think I got I got the um, the first VHS from Hastings at half price. I can't remember. And then I looked online and I noticed there were other episodes, and I wanted to get them. Because I think what appealed to me, I think what caught my attraction was, or my attraction to it, uh, was the idea that, you know, you hear you had this this young girl and her charges, the, you know, the kids that she would babysit. Um, one of the... Uh, one of the... Um, uh, selling points, I guess you could say, uh, that attracted people to the series, families mainly, uh, was the fact that um, Drea, um, I guess, kind of had a, it's like I said before in a, one of my earlier videos back in two, 2008, 2010, uh, 2011, around that time frame, uh, between those three years, uh, that, uh, that Drea um, had this special gift, if you will, um, to, you know, she had this special gift to, um, take herself and her charges that she was babysitting after school, which were her principal's kids, uh, known as Matt and Rebecca. Uh, she had the power, or a special gift or something like that, to, to take them on these animated adventures where, pretty much, uh, if I can show you the picture here again, they would turn into these anthropomorphic creatures. That's what they would do. They would turn into these anthropomorphic creatures. Now, these creatures here, these are all the, the boy. This is the boy known as Matt. And these are the creatures he would turn into. And sometimes they would be the same creatures, you know, like same animals and all that. And sometimes they'd be different. Like here in Spin, they became different varieties of, of fish. Um, if you will, they became different varieties of fish. Like he was a puff of fish, his sister was a goldfish, and uh, Drea was a dolphin uh, with lipstick, by the way. And then here they were all dogs, and Drea was a dog. Uh, pretty much like the oldest, if you will, uh, right here. This is this is what I'm talking about. This is what they were. And she had like mascara for on her eyelids <laughs> or something. Uh, basically, depending on the animals that they would turn into, uh, Drea being, you know, the oldest, you know, the babysitter, if you will, most times she would, you know, not most times, but sometimes, depending on the situation, uh, she would, she would gain um, a little bit of makeup on her, like, like, like I said, when she was a dolphin, she gained lipstick, you know, and the same when she was uh, in this one, Smash, you know, she became a giraffe, she got lipstick. Um, here's a skunk, she got like mascara on her eyes, somewhat. 
and then the penguin one I think was the same thing so yeah basically that was the that was like the selling point for the series was you know she could um, when the when the time called for it she would take herself and the kids on these animated magical secret adventures that tied in basically to what the story was about to it tied into the lesson and the moral of the story and what it was about and uh, hold on for a sec while I check something like I said it would tie into to what the story and the, the moral of the story uh, was about you know that that's what it would tie into and and just checking something just checking something right now but that that's what it would tie into basically so you know that that's what it would do it would tie in it would tie into that and uh hold on for a sec again need to remind you of <laughs> the reason I'm kind of cautious right now right there that's the reasoning to remind you why I'm kind of slowing it down right now she's going back on her phone or something let me check maybe she's checking her phone she's, I think she's trying to see what I'm doing yeah so but yeah, that that's that's the reason, guys, right there. And I know, I know you're thinking, oh, that's so ridiculous. Why? Why would you worry about this? Um, why would I have to worry? Whoops! <laughs> I just uh, hit my thing there. That didn't affect anything. Um, but why do I have to worry? There we go. Uh, but why do I have to worry? You might ask. Hope that I didn't decrease the volume or anything, guys. You didn't lose no volume, right? Alright, you didn't lose no volume. You didn't lose no volume. Okay, just making sure. I must have sound the thing. Sound the volume control, I think. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, you know, it's just one of those situations that you can see that this is what I was telling you about. And again, like I know, like I said, I know some of you are like, oh, that's kind of ridiculous. Look, you live with your parents, especially if they're not kind of updated about things, then you kind of ask yourself, okay, what can I do without them, you know, wondering suspiciously about what I'm doing or saying, you know? You, you, you figure that out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, so hold on for a sec while I do something.
Schäfer Sounds heisst. I know you think of what happened to Lizzie Vaughn. Nope, just being careful. Yeah, but but like I said, you know, that was you know, that was the, the selling point of of the series was, you know, she would, you know, take the kids on these, you know, magical adventures, magical secret adventures that tied in with the moral of the story, kinda like um I think kinda like let's see. Yeah, it kind of like says it right here. This is, you know, it says right here on Wikipedia. So, yeah, but th that was that was the selling point. And like I said, um, I first found out about it um, uh, through some kind of video. I think it might have been a video on YouTube or something. I can't remember. I first found out about it there. Actually, no, no, no. That that's not what I first found out about it. Like, I, <laughs> so sorry. Just trying to work things out here, trying to make sure things go smoothly. Uh, but like I said, um, it wasn't YouTube. I found it on. You know, I found the animated segments on YouTube. That's why. Uh, that's what I'm trying to say. But when I first found out about the series, I was like at a half price bookstore or someplace. And I, and the VHS, I think it was, no, I think it was Hastings, actually. It was Hastings, because I do remember it was in one of those plastic covers they would put a VHS in, or plastic casings. And I saw this, and I'm and I'm like, oh, this, sounds, this looks interesting. And it was on, and they were selling it. It was the one that used VHSs, so I bought it for, like, I think, 4 or $5 or something like that. And when I watched it, it had the advertisements of all these other volumes, and I'm thinking, ooh, I wonder if there's more, I wonder where I can get them. So, I looked at Hastings to see if I can get them ordered, get them to come, you know, get them ordered in to be, you know, so I can pick them up. Couldn't do it. And then I went online on my computer at home, back in my apartment, and I noticed that there was a website that sold them. And and uh, it, they sold most of them, a majority of the ones I needed. So I said, okay, I'm gonna order the order them as much as I can. Fortunately, I had the money to get the rest of them, and the rest is history, if you will. But it's a it's a very unique series, and. Just a headset. Sorry about that, guys. That's kind of what I was telling you here. Like I said that was kind of what I was telling you here. See, this is what I meant. 
probably going to have to put that up now for <laughs> quite some time while, you know, she's off. You know, so, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was telling you about. That's what was going to happen, and it did. I'm not a, I don't lie. Now you guys kind of understand why I did the, why I'm doing the videos the way I'm doing them. So, uh, but anyway, what was I, oh yeah. Again, you know, I, I got the first one. I think it was, uh, I think it was a uh, shrug, I believe. I got that, and um, uh, basically, uh, basically, um, I ordered the rest online and got them in the mail. And, you know, uh, you know, just like with anybody, what really sold me on, you know, getting them was the animated segments. And what's interesting about these animated segments, if you want to know, is they were actually done by Star Tunes, and if you know they sound familiar, um, if they sound familiar, it's mainly because they helped do some animations on the likes of Tiny Tunes, Animaniacs, Hysteria. I, I think I can even show you the listing of who they they worked with. Cause they even have them here somewhere. Let me see. You know they got them listed. Here is Star Tunes. Yeah, this is who they worked with right here. And uh, that's the <laughs> resume, I guess you can say. Uh, Tiny Tunes, Tasmania, McGee and Me, the animated sequences. That is Animaniacs. They even did a Meet Minerva, the second or first Minerva short. Depending on how you look at it, of course, Secret Adventures, Water Cartoon, Hysteria, Looney Tunes, and Short Little Go Beep from tw uh, 2000. You know, so they they did a lot, and they also um, and they also helped out with you know doing the some Hanna Barbera stuff as as well as they created that Dudley the Dinosaur mascot for the ADA, and of course they shut down 2001. But yeah, they were the ones behind the animated sequences for uh, Secret Adventure, and you know that's you know, it's kind of cool to to see or kind of learn that you know they were behind that. But again, all the um, hold on for a sec. You know all the um, you know all the animated segments are again what you know what led me what kind of attracted me to just uh, you know to check this out as well as you know the, the the stories themselves. I think the other thing that sold me as well is when I looked up the history, like you know, like right now we didn't have Wikipedia back then. As far as I know, or I think Wikipedia was just starting out, but didn't have the information like what it has now. Um, I found out just by doing research that it was, of course, on Family Channel. In fact, it says right here, in 1997, the series of videos was re-released with the branding by the Family Channel and distributed by Columbia TriStar. Uh, this release dropped the S-verb titles in favor of more direct references to the moral lesson of each episode. It says, as of 2020, the series is available for streaming on Peelflex. Now, with the branding of Family Channel, that also meant that it was on 
family channel um, as well. So, and it was part of CBN. That's what it was. Since here, that that's what it was. We branded it as the CBN family channel, which is you know why it had Secret Adventures on there, and then of course you know Fox bought it out, and um, like I said, Fox bought it out, and and then um, what was it? Is it Fox? Bought it out, and then ABC, and you know now it's free form. <laughs> you can do. So yeah, they they did, sh they did have it for a while. And um, and yeah, it was. So it it had a a release on. You know, had it it had a release, I should say, on uh, you know on cable television for a little bit, you know, with just seven episodes. I think they may have done that like once a once a once every few months. I'm not really sure, but you know, they got re-released, which is why you see all different kinds of VHS covers and all that. But yeah, the series is uh, apparently available on Pureflix now, so you know maybe I'll check that out in the future. But you know, it's really it's really a good series. Um, I I can't say any more than that. It's, you know, it's it's really good, and um, you know, it's just it's just one of those um, series that you know, even though it had a limited run, it it actually gained, believe it or not, a cult following. It did. It it gained a cult following because one of the people that actually commented uh, commented on my first video in which I talked about it called What is Secret Adventures uh, was Huey Toonmore uh, Lo Logan Reinberg known as Huey Toonmore of Huey's animated movie reviews and um, I was surprised by that when I saw his comment I was like whoa you know he's commenting on this because I don't think at that time anybody here on YouTube you know whatsoever and I think this was before um, one of the people, I think Tom Blappy, I think that's his name, of Dragon Rider, that has that Dragon Rider Theater um, show or little series. Um, I don't think you know. I don't think even. I I don't think honestly, nobody before him before he put the animated segments up. I don't think anybody had talked about Secret Adventures on here. And that was uh, a surprise. That was uh, a real surprise. Um, in that, uh, excuse me, um, you know, that was a, a real surprise that, you know, nobody had talked about it at that time, and this was basically, I think, still in YouTube's infancy, this was like, in 2008, so YouTube was about, what, three, three years old, four years old at that time? two years old oh, actually three actually I would say three years old and nobody in those three years had talked about it and about three years later like I said um, you know that Tom Blappy uh, put the animated segments up because again again um, like I said um, and hello God forgive me 
Oh God, forgive me. Uh, thank you for joining me in the live chat. And he, God, forgive me. Says I missed this show. Oh, you can find it on PureFlix now. Apparently, if you have PureFlix. Uh, but. But yeah. Um, what's he saying? Oh yeah. for a sec but yeah um what's it saying <laughs> totally forgot totally just forgot what I was saying duh <laughs> um oh yeah yeah that's what I was saying sorry it's a little late just trying to do as best I can um but basically uh basically they um, what's the one I'm looking? Oh yeah, basically, uh, Tom Blappy. This was, like I said, okay. Let me let me re re bleh, let me rephrase this. Let me restart this here. Eee, rewind back. You know. <laughs> um. Uh, let me let me rewind back a little bit. Okay, there we go. Um. But basically, like I said, uh, one of the people that surprisingly commented on that first video I did was Huey Toonmore. Uh, no, for Huey's animated movie reviews. And, um, you know, I, I think the reason he commented, as I was trying to say, and again, I do apologize for all this. Like I said, in the description, you kind of understand why uh, I'm kind of being, you know, kind of like, you know, weary a little bit. Um, excuse me, but, uh, like I said, um, he was one of the first, I, I guess you could say semi-notable YouTube, um, animated reviewers out there, or media reviewers out there that had commented on my video, and, you know, I think the reason being, as I was trying to say earlier, and I do apologize for all that, I know 27 minutes in and you're like, jeez, why does this guy just start over? Hey, this is what you deal with when you go uncut, unscripted, and live. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, but basically, but basically what I was trying to say is, I think the reason he commented because nobody at that time um, whatsoever had um Nobody whatsoever at that time had talked about Secret Adventures on YouTube, and YouTube was about what three years old at that time. And so, and so basically, you know, because of that, I think that's why he and a lot of other people commented because nobody had talked about it. And then about three years later, as I was trying to say, Tom Blampy, as he's known for his Dragon Rider theater segments, a little show that he would put together where he would show some animated stuff in between uh, using little plushes of like Daffy and Garfield and all that um, it would be about three years later he would post the animated segments as on their own on his channel uh, which is why I was able to download them thanks to the YT to MP3 um, downloading site I was able to download them and uh, put them onto my channel in 2K the only problem, like I said, is I had a copyright, 
uh, situation or copyright claim for something towards the end of it. And I'm thinking, what's the copyright claim for? You know, it's kind of weird. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's there, so I'll have to probably have to redo it again. I, I think, I think when I look at the end there, maybe that's where I can figure out. Okay, where where did the claim come from, and maybe I can redo it again later. And maybe that won't cause any issues. Who knows? <laughs> but ever since I posted it up there, though, uh, I've noticed that the views have gone up. Maybe not in the hundreds, but like halfway there. And it's amazing. Uh, it's amazing to see that because obviously a lot of people know about the show but I think what they remember most about it is the animated segments because here's the thing you didn't have a lot of shows at that time even in the 80s if you will and this is early to mid 90s you didn't have any shows between that in that time frame that uh, basically uh, what's the word I'm looking for uh, basically relied on animated segments or stop motion segments or claymation segments to um, to help tell the story of the live action series and especially in a way that was done as they did here to where they would take the main character and her young charges that she was watching like I said her principal's uh, kids and basically take them on this magical adventure where they became animated characters of themselves but as I mentioned in one of my earlier videos that I did about a decade ago, not as animated human versions of themselves, but as, as a, but as animal versions of themselves to help tie into the story. So, <laughs> so it was kind of, so it's kind of cool to see a series do that to where hey we're gonna take our main characters, turn them into, you know, and in at the beginning, the middle, or towards the end of the episode, we're gonna take our main we're going to take them and we're going to turn them into animated animal characters uh for or as they call them uh persona fursonas fursonas is what they call them now fursonas we're going to take them and turn them into animated fursonas um of themselves to kind of tell the story or kind of help you know teach the moral lesson of the story and like i said no other series at that time had done that no, the series had, at that time had really done that. And this is coming from a series that only went for seven episodes as a direct-to-VHS limited television run on Family Channel uh, series. So that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool, in my opinion. Now, like it said, you know, like it says here on Wikipedia, it is available on Peerflix, which is kind of cool. It's cool. That's cool to see. Um, but you know here's the thing it's here's the thing though the VHS and the showing on Pureflix are the only ways you can see it because or you can also see it on YouTube because some people have posted several episodes up on YouTube uh, but besides that those being the three only ways you can see most of the series if not some of the series uh, most of them with you know Pureflix or most of it with Pureflix, I should say, um, you can't see it anywhere else. It's not on, It's not officially on DVD, although I think if Sony, who owns Columbia TriStar, and Pureflix, which I think has their own 
think they're owned by Sony or something to me. Affirm Films, which is, yeah, it's part of Sony. So if Sony, um, uh, if Sony basically has a, you know, has the rights to them, distributing rights, then, you know, uh, they they do have the opportunity, I should say. What I'm trying to say is they do have the... Um, okay, let me, let me rephrase this. Let me rethink this. Uh, they do have the rights to basically release it on DVD because, like I said, the only way you can see it right now is through the Pure Flix service, is through VHS, or when somebody uploads a episode onto uh, YouTube or Daily Motion or wherever, that's the only way you can see it. Which, again, besides, like I said, those two, like I was trying to say, besides those three, you know, avenues, uh, you can't see it anywhere else. I mean, as I was trying to mention, it's not on DVD, even though, as I noticed here, Sony pretty much owns the distributing rights, so they could put it onto DVD, maybe even Blu-ray, if they felt like it, you know, and, you know, they could probably, you know, get a good sale out of it. Um, because, you know, the, I think what would attract a lot of, you know, families to it, especially kids, is mostly like what attracted a lot of us, you know, to, a lot of us, uh, to it, uh, beforehand, and that's the animated segments. So, yeah, Sony, you know, if they have the rights to it right now, distributing-wise, they could sell it on DVD, or even Blu-ray. Uh, but besides that, you can't see it anywhere else, you know. Uh, TBN hasn't decided to, um, TBN or any of the other Christian uh, stations like Daystar and all of them, they, they haven't decided to, uh, put it out on their, on their channels on Saturdays, if you will, which I think would be a good fit for it. Um, instead they just, instead you can only see it on PureFlix, which I guess is kind of cool because you wouldn't have to worry about any commercials, but, you know, here's the thing. You know, with those channels, you don't get commercials anyway. So, I don't, I don't know what the problem would have been, or well, the problem is, or even the holdup. I think, I think if they go that way, I think if they go that way, you know, to try to take this series and put it for a limited time on TBN or Daystar, I think, especially on Saturday mornings, I think people, kids, I should say, will watch it because again, you know, again, the animated segments here. Or what is what's going to attract them uh, to it? These animated segments are going to what going to be what attracts them to it. And again, they get to and again, like I said, this is something you didn't see at the time because look at here. So here are the characters. These are the characters as jungle animals, as dogs, as fish, you know, as mice, you know, penguins, uh, as caterpillars that become butterflies, skunks you name it and you know to me like I said this is what really helped sell the series for a lot of people for a lot of families to check out you know along with the guest stars they were able to get you know guest stars like uh, let's see I think they listed them like here these were the guest stars they had they had Michael W. Smith A.C. Green Cheryl Miller um, if you will they also had John Tesh Christopher Castle and these are people that are uh, Christians themselves. They're believers of God and all that, so they're Christians themselves. You know, so uh, having them be
be part of this, I think, was a win-win because, you know, I, I'm guessing when they sold them on the idea of, hey, we're doing this limited series, this, direct, this limited direct-to-VHS series, and maybe even possibly for television, would you be interested? They were probably like, yeah, we'll, we'll do it, not a problem. And I'm sure they got paid, but I, I get, I'm betting they were willing to do it even without being paid. That's just my opinion. It's just my opinion on it, but uh, yeah, the the series, you know, like I said, actually gained a very. It's actually, as I said earlier, as I was trying to say earlier, the series actually has gained a very big, or decent sized cult following because of the fact of when people look it up, and check it out now, and they see when it took place. Um, they they basically are surprised at the fact that this is a series that incorporates animation into the story itself. And these are just short five-minute, three- to five-minute animated segments. And uh, it's kind of cool. And I think, I know I say that a lot, but I'm guessing, but I'm assuming they probably they found, that, they found that to be pretty cool and decided to kind of check it out even more so. But one of the questions that I think really got people about about this series when they look back on it is, you know, that, you know, uh, basically, as I mentioned earlier, what what the selling point was, and that's you know the characters, the three main characters like Drea here and and her and the kids here becoming these animals. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, the question a, a lot of people had had at that time is, you know, how is she doing that? And as I mentioned earlier, and I've talked about this before, and as I mentioned earlier, when I did this, in a, when I talked about it in, a, in a, a video I did almost about a decade ago, I said basically that it seems that Drea has a special gift that allows her to do this, that allows her to, you know, take them on these magical adventures. Now, according to Wikipedia here, this is what they said. This is what they say right here. They said, this is what they say right here about it. They say the secret adventure segment is a short animated vignette where Drea, I don't know why they put, where they said the Drea, or where Drea, Rebecca, and Matt are magically converted into animated characters. It is implied that they use their imagination. In these adventures, they are usually turned into animal-sized animals and encounter situations that clarify the moral lesson of the episode. And, you know, that's why, you know, I think a lot of people give it a lot of praise and all that for what it did because of the fact that it incorporated animation into the episode like the, the cartoon that the cartoon segment the animated segment wasn't something different and on its own it was incorporated into the story if you know what I mean but here according to uh, Wikipedia it's implied now I've heard this word a lot lately I've used this word a lot lately when talking about stuff like with My Little Pony Friendship is Magic where basically it's implied that Rainbow Dash and Applejack at the end of the series are together, or it's implied that maybe something happened between Rarity and Spike, which I'm sure a lot of Sparity fans are hoping for, and I'm one of them. But basically, you know, it's an, 
but basically that word has been used a lot because you know it's implied that it something happened but we're not sure so what wikipedia or whoever put this article up on wikipedia is saying is you know when they go on the secret adventures it's implied that they use their imagination but the question is how do they use their imagination when most of the times in the episode matt is kind of like the one that's a little reluctant about doing it going on the adventure because he's because there is one episode i don't know if it's uh let me let me see if i can look at the, the cassettes here for a second i don't know if it's uh this one if it's spin or it's smash if it's one of them i think it might be spin I think it might be spin where, you know, Dreyer suggests that maybe, you know, maybe going on a secret adventure, it will help them figure it, figure out the situation or figure out the lesson that they need to learn or figure out the, how to get out of the situation they're in. And when she sits down in a circle with Rebecca, she holds Rebecca's hand and she holds Matt's hand while Matt's holding, also holding Rebecca's hand. Uh, Matt's like, oh, no, and all of a sudden you see this magical thing so I don't know if it I I don't know how you could say that that's their imagination because why would somebody be like oh no not again I don't want to do this you know if it is their if it's not something more and my opinion is because they focus Andrea a lot and you know, as the main character and kind of to keep to quote what it says there what Wikipedia says there uh imply that she probably has some special gifts herself mainly the secret adventures if you will uh, ability you know why would you know someone um, like him you know be against it you know why would he be reluctant to do it and but he goes along but he does it anyway why would he do it or why would he be reluctant I mean if he if it was imagination he'd be just like no I'm not going to play this imagination he'd be being a boy, he would get up and say, hey, I don't want to play imagination anymore. I'm out of here. You know, but no, it's implied, if you will, or at least it's, I wouldn't say just implied. It's indicated, if not backed up, that Drea has a special ability that takes them on this secret adventure, you know, to whatever location they're at. And I know one question a lot of people would have is, well, what if the parents walk into the room and see the kids gone? Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If Drea has this special ability, which even I think the grandfather in the series is aware of, I don't think the parents even know they're gone. Like, basically what could be a span of a couple of hours in the animated world that they end up in could just be a few minutes, you know, in the room. Like, for example, the episode right here, um, split where they become caterpillars that cocoon themselves and then become butterflies and have to wait from you know fall to spring you know in the animated world they're in that take that's a couple of months that's several months but yet you know in the real world it could just be a couple of minutes like five minutes and that's it so you know it's it's interesting to kind of think about, if you will, and I think that's one of the other reasons why people are so invested at times in knowing more about this series, 
mainly because of the fact that you know it's it's almost mainly because of the fact what I'm trying to say is because you know you know it makes you wonder it makes you think okay how is she taking them on these adventures you know how how is she doing this like how is she taking them into these different worlds without you know maybe a parent noticing or something so that that's always going to be it's always going to be something interesting uh, to think about when it comes to a series like this, but again, I think that's what attracts people to it—not just the fact that it's a good series and you know the animated segments are incorporated into the story itself without being something on their own, but it's also the fact that it makes you, as you get older and all that, it, or you become more invested in it, it makes you wonder. Okay, so she's able to take them on these magical adventures, you know, from an animation standpoint, you know, but how is she able to do that without, like, the parents noticing? And, like I said, I think the way it works out, if you try to figure it out, is what's like a, like, what's basically, you know, um, what's the word I'm looking for, a couple of hours, you know, in the animated world could just be a few minutes in the real world. Or what could be, you know, several months, like in the split episode where they, you know, become caterpillars, cocoon, become butterflies. What could be like months, like several months, could just be five minutes, um, if you will. It's kind of like a time-space continuum kind of deal if you want to look at it that way. It's like uh, a good example for me, um, and I talked about this earlier in my other live stream, it's like with Sonic. You see, back in the, what was it, early to mid-2000s, after one issue 125, uh, they had Sonic blasted, 80, what was it, 83,000 light years away from Mobius. And when he was trying to find a way back... Uh, back to Mobius and when he finally got back there you know uh, to him while he was trying to him uh, to him basically during the time that he was trying to find a way back it felt like it was a few weeks you know like a couple of weeks right two three weeks or a month at most and a month you know at most right so basically when he got back he finds out that not a few weeks have passed or even a month but a whole year had passed on Mobius so what was a few weeks to him was a whole year to them you kind of see what I'm getting at so if you wanted to kind of use that space time kind of situation here you know when they go on their animated adventures what could be like several hours to them in the animated world is just a few minutes in the real world, you know, you know, uh, basically, and that's about it. So, like with Split, when they cocoon themselves, when be you know as caterpillars to become butterflies, a few months could be just like a few, you know, several months in the animated world could be five minutes. It's one of those situations where it's like. <laughs> It, it's a lot easier to try to... It's not, it's not so easy to figure out 
than it is to uh, than try to thoroughly explain. You know, you just gotta go with it because it's it's the fun of it. It's just a fun series to to just sit back and enjoy and you know not really think too hard about how you know they're doing this and that. But you know, believe it or not, that does you know add to it. But yeah, this is a great series to really check out. I mean, again, I'm surprised it's not on DVD, but it is on Pureflex, which is a good thing. Um, but maybe we might see a DVD release down the line because Sony does own the distributing rights. And maybe we might get a Blu-ray too. Who knows? A Blu-ray can get, take the whole series and boom, be done in one on one disc. I think we all know that. And who knows? Maybe they can try if some of them are still alive. I'm sure a lot of them are. Not, not entirely sure. Um... But I'm sure they can probably get interviews with uh, some of the cast and ask them what you know, ask them about their experiences on on the show, you know, and how they felt about it, you know. And I'm pretty sure they would have glowing reviews. In fact, I think um, let's see, is she still? Around? Yeah, she's still around, so they can get her they wanted to so yeah they, they can get they can get all the, they can probably talk to some of them if they're still there um, uh, if they're still around around and everything which I'm pretty sure they are uh, but yeah they can take the entire series all seven episodes put it on blu-ray and then put some special features like talking with with uh, the cast and crew even they can even do it with a DVD set too so they can go either way I think go either way like I said um, but now the question is but uh, but now the question is um, as I mentioned in the description you know, could a series like this, you know, because it was good then, and I do recommend checking it out uh, when you get a chance, if you have Peerflix or if you can find episodes on YouTube or wherever. The question is now, uh, basically, would a series like this work today? Would a series like this work today? And I th honestly think it would. I think honestly a series like this could definitely work today. It can definitely work. I mean, true, you wouldn't be able to have the same cast and crew as before, but I still think it could work. I still think you could do a, a limited... You could you can go the route... That's why I look at it. You can go the route that, you know... If, you, if I'm Sony, and I have distributing rights and licensing, uh, you know, rights to this, you know... If I wanted to revive it, I could go the limited seven episode route that I did previous that the series went previously. Or what I can do is I can try to make a complete series out of it. And there's a lot of networks that they could sell it to. And they could even make it a streaming service exclusive. You know, like Living Scriptures, Pure Flex, they can make it an original on there. They could sell the idea to TBN, sell the idea to Hallmark, sell the idea to Daystar, uh, if you will, 
you know, heck, even sell the idea to some networks if you want to for, you know, Saturday morning or Sunday morning a showcase. Um, whatever the case may be, but, you know, I think they could, I think honestly, the series, a revival of this series could be done, could be done today, and it could be done right. And like I said, they could follow the original format of just seven episodes, or they can make a series out of it. And if they make a complete series, like let's say they want to do a 13-episode series, and then go from there and see what happens, I think they, I, I think they can run the floor with this. I really do. I mean, you could do, I mean, obviously you could do uh, remakes, if you want to do, or retellings of these right here with the same concepts. Um, if you will, you can do the retelling of these with the same concepts, which would be pretty cool. New generation, if you will. You know, you could do that. Um, and if, like I said, they wanted to expand it more and add maybe six, six more episodes, maybe seven more episodes, do 13 to 14 uh, for a season, then I think, honestly, you know, there's more, you have more of an option, you have more of a playground uh, to work with because you don't just have to you wouldn't just have to rely on these um, animals for them to, to change into if you did a revival you have a whole peripheral of the animal kingdom to work off of I mean I mean here you had fish dogs jungle animals skunks mice penguins butterflies caterpillars you know what about cats or what about birds well I guess penguins are a bird but you get to what I'm saying like, what about cats? What about birds? You know, stuff like that. Um, you know, what about bears? You know, you have a whole peripheral uh, of possibilities, um, if you will. And I know people watching this now, watching it later, will probably think of some other ideas, other kind of animals they could change into if they decide to revive the series. But I think, honestly, it could work today. I really do. And this is the kind of series that I think that if you put it as part of YouTube Kids, you put it as Pure Flix, Living Scriptures, um, you, you put it as part of any service, you know, Apple TV, maybe HBO Max might take a shot at it. Um, uh, let's see, Disney Plus maybe, I don't know, Paramount, you know, Amazon. Any any place that might take a shot at it, I I think I think they would be I think they would I think any of these sites that any of these streaming services I should say that would could take a shot at it or would want to take it that could take a shot at it I should say I don't think it would have a problem doing so because at least you know even if it's for just for like a one season run like for thirteen fourteen episodes at least they could see exactly what the you know, they could see whether or not the audience reaction would be, you know, um, good for it. You know, basically, if they got a good, positive reaction out of it. And if they do get a good, positive reaction, maybe that would convince them to do another season or something down the line. Uh, we would have to see. E, but I honestly think a series like this could really work in today's environment. I really do. Um... And again, with the technology more advanced than what it is, you know, who knows what you can do? Who knows how far you can go with it?
I mean, the the possibilities are just are just um, as the old saying goes, just endless. Because again, you could do as I mentioned, you could do remakes of these, use the same kind of animals, um, if you will, and then if you want to expand it to have maybe seven more episodes, you have like I said, the entire animal kingdom to work off of. You know, you got you know bears, you got cats, you got you know birds. Heck, you got ponies, horses, if you want to go with that, because that's a popular thing. You know, you you can run the gambit. And if it's a success, who knows? Maybe another season might be ordered. You know, by by whoever you get um, uh, to work on, to distribute the series. Whether it's an Amazon, an HBO Max, a Paramount, you know, an Apple TV, uh, a Pure Flix, a Living Scriptures... Maybe even on cable television like like a TBN or a D-Star or whatever. Or Daystar, I should say. I think it could actually work. I think it could actually, actually work. And you would probably get... And the success, the viewership if it would give you, I think would could lead... What I'm trying to say, it could lead uh, to more... To another season. Maybe another season after the initial season to see how, you know people will receive it. Heck, even Netflix. Netflix has been known to revive, been, on Netflix has been known to take a chance on revivals. You work with them, just give them like a 14 episode run or a 7 episode run and see how people react and then if you have 7 other episodes ready to go, you know, they can dump them later on and you know, voila. Maybe, maybe perhaps you'll have a hit on your hand uh, with Netflix uh, showing it, or with the other places showing it, but more than likely, though, if I was to look at a streaming service that would take it, it would be something like Living Scriptures or Pureflix, based on what it would, you know, be based around, uh, based off of, um, if you will. But yeah, you know, I think a revival of this series could really work today. I, I think a lot of kids, families would enjoy it. And there's a lot of kids and teenagers that could watch it and, you know, picture themselves in Dreyer's shoes, in her charges, in her babysitter, babysitting charges' shoes, and imagine themselves wanting to figure out, okay, what animal, you know, could I be that would, or what animal could I relate to that's, you know, you know kinda un- that would kind of understand where I'm coming from, um, if you will. So, again, it's it's a very it's a very intri- it's a very intriguing concept to try to possibly bring back to the forefront, and I think it could be brought back to the forefront. You know, it just like I said, it all depends on you know whether or not uh, the people um, you know behind the you know that own the series right now that own the rights to it, which is Sony if they'd be invested in doing it. And I think they would. I think Sony would be invested. I, I don't think they would have a problem with it. And if they could just put it on their regular on their stream one of their streaming platforms, which in this case is PureFlix, you know, better hey, better late than never. But you know what? Sony they've worked out a deal with Netflix, so why not just why not just uh put it on so why not do both? You know, why not PureFlix and Netflix and see what happens? But 
Yeah, I think, honestly, this series could really, a revival of it could really work today. I really do. And I don't think I'm alone in thinking that. I think anybody watching this now or watching this later would agree. It could work. But overall, this is a series that truly, um, I, I <laughs> honestly, truly, guys, I honestly believe you need to check out. Like I said, I'm very fortunate to have the entire series, all seven episodes. Um, it just, you know, it's just a, a series that, you know, is, it's one of those once in a generation like series that, you know, basically, you know, takes uh, two different film archetypes, live action and animation, and blends them together perfectly. Because, like I said, the animation segments don't take away from the from the show. Don't take away from the episodes. They don't take away from the series. Instead, they are part of it. You know, they, the, the animated segments are not their own thing or anything. They're part of the lesson. They're part of the story. Which I think is pretty cool. Honestly, I really think it's pretty cool. But, let me know what you... But, um, but yeah, I would... Like I said, let me... Uh, I want to do this. I want to close this out because it is getting late. Uh, but like I said, I just you know I would. But basically, I would recommend you guys check this out. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, but let me know what your guys' thoughts are down below. Comment if you like. Thank you to those watching me live, staying up late to watch it, as well as checking me, as well as in the live chat. Thank you to God forgive me for you know commenting on the live chat. And uh, again. Thank you guys for watching. Let me know what your thoughts are in the comments below. Like the video. And that's really all I'm going to say, guys. So, till next time, God bless. Take care. Y'all have a good night or good morning, depending on where you are. And I am out. But again, I highly recommend you check out the series. I think you will like it. I think you will get a kick out of it. And you'll see exactly why people you know, starting to discover it more uh, than before because, you know, based on when it happened, like I said, they see the the fact that, you know, it's a perfect blending of animation and live action and that the animation in is part of the story and not its own separate thing. And I believe that's what's really uh, attracting people to to check out, to check it out, if not rediscover it from when they first originally saw it. But uh, let me know what your thoughts are down below. Comment if you like. I'd love to hear from each and every one of you. Thank you to those in the live chat. Really appreciate um, your support there. Like the video, guys. And I will talk to you all later. Um, again, thank you for watching. And I am, as soon as this clock hits 1 o'clock, I'll try to shut this down, or at least end this live stream. But yeah, again, check it out, guys. And that's all I'm going to say. So until next time, God bless. Take care. I am out.